Welcome to Deskmates, your Eurovision podcast. I'm Podgod, your god of podcasting host. <laughs> and I'm just Ken. <laughs> just Ken. Just Ken. <laughs> just Ken. Yeah. Um, why Why am I Podgod, Ken? <laughs> this is a nickname you gave me, <laughs> so you should explain. Yeah, I give you an example because I listen to, I, I mean, I, I haven't listened to our own podcast before, but since I so I love Sanremo so much, I can even listen to my own voice talking about it. And we talked about that for like 90 minutes, you and I, and then the podcast was 30 minutes. Yes. That's like amazing. And when I listened to it, I was like, yeah, everything was there. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. So that's, that's, you're the pod god. Yeah. I, so yeah. Just a little behind the scenes. I, I edit the podcasts, which is something that I very much enjoy doing, uh, but sometimes it can be more challenging than others. So yeah, 90 minutes down to 30 minutes, but we've had the feedback that, you know, people feel like this may be stuff that we're saying, obviously they're not hearing because there is. So we might, I've been trying to keep our episodes to 30 minutes, but we might start to stretch that. Yeah. But you know, uh, as always get in touch if you don't like what we're doing. <laughs> We, we are, this is your Eurovision podcast. So, yeah. you know, you have to tell us what you want. And I mean, time restrictions is a big part of Eurovision. The whole like three, exactly three minutes kind wow. of thing. Oh no, it's not exactly, but it can't be more than three minutes. Yes. It can be shorter. Yeah. So imagine if we had to do our podcast in three minutes, <laughs> what would you, what would you say? Then I would say bye now. <laughs> bye Felicia. Bye. <laughs> no, I would say bye now because we probably yeah. have done the, yeah, enough three of, minutes. Yeah, the content. Yeah. That's it. So. Let's get some actual good quality content <laughs> in this episode. Let's try. So a little housekeeping. This is becoming a regular thing now at the beginning of the episode. Mm. Finland, I just want to quickly say a couple of things about that because okay. we talked about it last episode. <laughs> sure. Mm. Obviously, I still I still love the song and I've listened to this, the recorded version and I, I still love the song. Mm -hmm. But there was some interesting movement in the Finnish charts that yeah, you yeah, noticed. Yeah. Mm. It, I mean, it flew up and was like number one and then it just pivoted down and crashed. Yeah. Uh, no, it crashed maybe, but it, it fell down quite quickly. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, I mean, you shall remember that Cha 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 was probably number one for half a year. In that kind of, no, no, that's an, an exaggeration. Yeah. But it was such a huge thing in Finland, Carrier mm. uh, like dominating the chart for so long. And so, it, yeah, it's, it's maybe a tendency that the voting wasn't really what people want to listen to. It was more like a thing they voted for in, in the contest. And that's never a good thing. You want like both things. You want a song that people want to listen to, mm. but also that of course looks good. Yeah. Mm. And then another one, Spain, Zora, mm. which we, we're going to stop saying what it means because it's, it's annoying for me editing to keep bleeping it. <laughs> Uh, but I spoke to some friends from uh, Barcelona at the weekend mm. who explained that they like the song. And I think the thing that we're missing was the, the context they gave me that the song is very much like a feminist anthem. Mm -hmm. And it's that word that we're not going to say <laughs> that, does, it, that, that she's singing about. It doesn't matter what she does. She gets called this. Okay, so if okay. she doesn't go out, she gets called this word. If she mm. goes out, she gets called it. If she comes home late, she gets called it. And then I think we added to that because we were judging her by her appearance. And, mm -hmm. you know, oh, you're too old to be in your vision. Yeah, lady. yeah, yeah. And you and look it, like, yeah. You know, true, and we've, we've fed right into it. So I just thought that was uh, worth remarking. Do you feel any differently about it now? Uh, I mean, I mean, I didn't. Did I? Did I say that I didn't like it? I don't think I did. I actually like it. And I mean, when I I was has been to a gay club once since that happened, and there was a drag queen doing it. So I mean, it's okay. already. I mean, it's it's already there. I, I don't think you can go to a gay club now that has some sort of Eurovision decency that there won't be a drag queen doing this. Okay. I mean, it's an anthem. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you could tell by the, the Benidorm Fest footage that they were all singing along already, like they knew all of the words. Yeah, so oh, that, that's, they, they yeah. They do they that are, anyway. They do that mm. in Spain. Okay. Very, very, very... Um, supportive? Supportive fans. Jesus. Yeah. Words. 
Yeah. Words, words, words are hard. They lost the meaning, yeah. Words are hard. It's been, it's been it's another been, long Monday. Especially on a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with Mellow Week 3. M- Mellow Week 3. Half of the songs. A little bit more than half the songs now. Done. Yeah. Mm? So, any worth talking about, Ken? <laughs> I love this weekend. You know that also. I don't know where to start. Where should I start? The Shaklin song that went first was like my favorite. That's so up my alley. But I didn't believe that it was somebody else's alley. Mm-hmm. If you understand what I mean, it wasn't. But it was perfectly executed. And I'm so happy it went first. And then, of course, Cassiopeia, which is like an artist I really listen to outside this festival. Mm-hmm. Just because I adore her weird quirk. And I also like her. She's an amazing person. Mm. I also drank shots with her to very late on Saturday. So I, I'm, I got videos on WhatsApp. Yes, yes <laughs> I'm, I know. I'm <laughs> she, yeah, was not a, not a good Sunday. And she also wrote both of these songs together yes. with with a, a lot of other songwriters that you can. I'm not going to name them all here, but they were also they are also amazing people. Let's so, let's take yeah. them one at a time. So let's talk about uh, Jacqueline. Yep. Jacqueline or Jacqueline? Jacqueline. Jacqueline. It's okay, very like Swedish. Lurine. It's a very Swedish. But she'll, if she goes through, she'll get called Jacqueline by the international yeah. audience. Or, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so you really like this song. And when we were texting while it was on, to me, it's it's very safe. It's very child friendly. It feels like a Disneyfied version of, uh, you know, a pop song. It. I don't know. There's something about the chorus. It was. It felt like it should go to a minor key, and it kept going. Like it felt like it went more major every time, and it just had that really like you know children's TV kind of sheen. Which is, I mean, it's fine. It's not a bad song for that, but it doesn't match what you're seeing. She's like, you know, yeah. How how do how do I how do I describe? You know, she's got some skin on show. She's dancing. She's obviously a, a fit young woman. So. Yeah, it didn't. It just didn't match for me. There okay, was a... uh, for me, it's it's so now. It's very the old thing that Dua Lipa is going on right now, like taking back the seventies white disco, the uh, Olivia Newton-John disco era kind of thing, and put it in uh, where we are now with more like empowerment females that know what they, how they dress, and why they dress like it. It's all that vibe to mm. me that come together. Sure. So, and I also I like that the song is a bit more unsexy. Than her, than she is. Uh, if you understand what I mean, I, li- okay. I like I like the mismatch. I think I think that goes well because the song is very almost like schlagerish in its in its chorus. So that's yeah, that's the, it's, yeah, yeah, very major key, very just a broad appeal. Yes. I think to a broader with audience. with like a very now and cool production and a very now and cool artist. So it's yeah, yeah, yep, the staging, that, I think that's the mix I like. The staging was great. Yeah, the big. Uh, yeah, square. But do you notice something like very Swedish with that? Because when they like the the frame is like racing and going down, she needs to be like having a safety thing. So she needs to hold. It looks like she goes on a bus. If you look at it, it's like she's holding the handle from the ceiling, because that's. I mean, it's safety and regulations. You can't just stand there and being sexy because you're gonna be in like one meter or two meters up in the air. So yeah. So yeah. We've got to limit the height of your sex. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, it's... <laughs> Health and safety, man, it's... Yeah, you know, I know. No, you've got to, you've got to have it, absolutely. Mm. Any, anything else to say about uh, Jacqueline? Anything no, I'm just, I mean, the, the shock of it's actually... I mean, she was considered by the by the um, odds the week before that she would be the first one going. But as the week progressed and the whole Gunilla thing was taking over, it kind of got lost. And okay. then when it actually happened, it was like, wow. Yeah. Almost unexpected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do I understand, right, she won... Uh, X Factor voice. She was second in Idol. Idol. That's what you're doing still. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. We tried X Factor and it didn't work. So they go back it's to the Idol. the same thing. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. 
I know. So I, I guess that's, the, I think that was the thing actually in Sweden. It's like people were like, why are we calling it something else now? I don't want to watch this. So they just went back to Idol and people kept watching. So uh, she came second in 2021? Oh Jesus, don't ask I, me. I think I, I'm not a big, big Idol watcher. I, 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 I know the names. I see the final sometimes. I think it was actually Ronnie that said it before she went on. So okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> came second Listen to that guy. <laughs> he knows his shit. He's fact checked. You should have a podcast with him. He's got that SVT money, yeah. <laughs> So moving on to the other that went through, yep. Cassiopeia. Mm. I mean, I know obviously how you feel about her and you've made it very clear. <laughs> I, I really like her as an artist. She was in last year or the year before? Two years. Two years ago, yeah. Mm. Uh, I really liked her song then mm. and I really like her song now. It's great. It's it's my highlight so far of Mellow over the three weeks we've had. And sadly, that isn't saying a lot because I don't think we've had particularly good songs. No, no, no. But, I, you know, even on any other year, I think it would be one of my favorites. I think it's really good. I love the production. I love yes. the Alice in Wonderland, like, you know, journey that she goes on. It feels very her, if that's fair to yeah, say. Yeah, sure. You know, like she probably had a, a big hand in it. Yeah, she had a good, ha- a big hand in it. And also um, the guy who made the clothes, uh, an amazing guy also called Sebastian. He's, yeah, them working together, just being crazy. It was match made in heaven, like this dancing kekschokolade. Yes. <laughs> that they look like. And yeah. that, I mean, people were like, oh, poor dancers. I, I mean, I have never seen the dancers so happy. I think they love that kind of shit. Like, yeah. don't, I mean, the song, like two songs before, they need to be like, oh, we're going to be the cool dudes and we're going to touch our groins and just, nah, nah, nah. it's like, nobody want to do that. The people yeah. want to look like that. If you're a dancer, you want to do like weird choreography and do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. You want to do the same thing you've done, you know, a yep. hundred times yep. before. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was great, very memorable. I definitely am rooting for this to go through yeah. to, to, oh, uh, to win. Malmö. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, nice. compared to everything we've seen so far, I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, okay, Maria Sir, yes, mm. that's a very strong song and it's definitely grown on me since last week, but this is better. Yeah, I agree. I have, I have nothing to say about that. I would love to have that. And also, you know, she uh, they wrote Tattoo because that was supposed to be her comeback after her like breakthrough that she did the year before. Uh-huh. And she was like, I hear this is a great song, but it's not me. I can't, it's not like the quirkiness I do. Somebody else need to do this song. Yeah. And they gave it away. And of course it's history. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, 400 million streams later or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and the Eurovision win. She's also writing K-pop songs. So she has 4.7 billion streams. Okay. Being on like BTS albums. Wow. It's like crazy. So those songs are written in English or Korean? I don't know, really, no. Because what they do. I mean, well, this is my only complaint, and you know what I'm going to say. Why is she singing in Swedish? Oh. I would. Oh my god! Could I you think imagine? She, I mean, these people that have like fans abroad, they don't sing much in Swedish for they because they also want people abroad listen to them. And the usual music listener is not a Eurovision. I mean, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm, I'm yeah, telling yeah, them yeah, no, to, to want to write more in Swedish, but for them, like looking, they want to have like hits in other countries. Then mm. it's also very Swedish. Not think that that's possible with. Mm. Without calling anybody out, so we won't mention any names, <laughs> but obviously I, I give you tasks when you go to, to Mellow because you're meeting all of the, the important people. And I said, uh, I want you to press some of these people on this and, and say to the writers, you know. What, I will do why, that. Why are the only songs in Swedish written about, you know, living on a farm and, you know. <laughs> no, I, I, I really wanted it. I'm, I'm going to do this at some point. It was just, it's, it's hard to, it's weird because I'm a journalist there, but I'm not like an interviewing journalist there. So yeah. I'm not going to like the press, yeah. ask people questions. So then I meet them in the bar in the night. And then it's like, oh, I have a question here from a podcast that I am in. Can you please talk in here and have a shot? It's, it's, <laughs> this is weird. So I've, I've asked them the questions, 
but I can't like play it for you here and maybe formally do it. Maybe that's the unique selling point we've been looking for. It's it's mellow after dark. Oh yeah, mm. you, you go to the bar and you get them. You know, you get them drunk. That's when you get all the good information. Yeah, mm. Mm. we're missing a trick. You're missing that. Yeah, yeah, yep. And again, we can't listen to those songs because they're not out yet. But we can listen to others. Not that I think we should. <laughs> The headlines and the charts have been dominated by Gunilla. Gunilla. So, so how, did you know anything about her before? For well, you, here's for, the thing. Yeah. yeah. No, of course I didn't. No. What, what would I possibly know about her? So, I, I don't watch reality TV no. in any language, let alone in Swedish. So, I didn't. Obviously, now I know because we've obviously been through this. <laughs> so, I know she was a, a housewife of somewhere or yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. And because of the news stories that have happened since, I know that she lives in LA. Yes. So yeah, I guess sure. she was a housewife of I mean, Hollywood? They, yeah, they didn't do the same. I mean, they never did like a housewives of here in, in Sweden. We did. Right. We had like the Hollywood wives. Right. That was a call. So it's like a spin of, of of that, but also like a, it's not really that because we don't have that kind of, that's the richest people we could find, like women that were married to people in Hollywood. Right. So yeah. yeah. So, so she was one of them. Yeah. Go on then. Let's spend some time talking about her. Who was she married to? Why is she? I have no idea. Oh, right. So I'm not, okay. I'm not following that either. I mean, I, I, I think I watched like the first season of it and then she wasn't in it. I think, don't press me on this. Okay. I think she was in, they did one in Hollywood and they, they did one in New York. And then she was there and she was the best one. And then they put, oh, maybe that was somebody else. I have no idea. Don't ask me what, I have never seen an episode of Real Housewives. I'm the baddest gay person ever. That's like, I I, I don't have no idea who these women are. Yeah. So if, if one of them went to do something, I would be the same as you are okay. with Gunilla. So so the, the, the only thing uh, that you need to know about Gunilla is probably that her biggest like selling point, unique selling point has always been to be like the hated one. She's been like the Mm. always like she's been the one that everybody's been angry at she's been the one that's doing all the weird stuff yeah she, she's a person that people love to hate so when okay. this came up like oh she's going to be in Beliefsval and I was like one genius two nobody will vote for this because nobody likes her so why why the, she will just be there for people to be like <laughs> something like that and then you, you get there and it's completely different people for some reason like I, I think they like felt she was a normal person suddenly or something because she's looked like a bit insecure all these kind of things and people just oh mm. really liked it so when when you were in the arena that was like the favorite there people were like screaming it could also be that there were like very few celebrities this round so I mean people going there the only person they knew that they're going to see was her so mm. she was a sort of like a public f- favorite already before mm. and then also I mean the genius of it all is of course the song I mean Fredrik who wrote this song he has written so many different he's like an expert of finding this weirdness he wrote a song about Slatan several years ago that France sang France then 2016 won Melody Festival and with a song that was a nom- it won a Grammy in Sweden for best song of the year it's one of the few songs in Melody Festival in history who had done that it's one of the best songs that we ever said so it's not like he, d- he just writes his weird stuff but he's like excellent on writing these weird weird things for the right people to mm. get hits that you didn't suppose I mean Björn Ranelid who is like a poet he was he made him go to the final in uh, no I, I have no year uh, he was in the final <laughs> Some years ago with a song that Fredrik also wrote. He's an expert on this. And he made to do it again because it sounded like nothing you heard before. It's like music that doesn't exist. It's some sort of oompa oompa German country. Right kind of thing. And You're talking about Ganilla now? Yes. Still in yeah, uh, okay. I disagree. I think that I have heard the song before. And I think With we, who? We've talked about it. I think it sounded just like Kylie Minogue. Yeah, this is just because you hear, hear a la-la-la in it. Yeah, well, that's yeah, what it sounded like. Okay, so just the hook. Yeah, not the rest of the song. la yeah. la 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 la
<laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So I feel like I have heard it. But to 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 get back to it, what you just said about people there rooting for her, you're an X Factor fan. Yes, I'm a crazy X X Factor fan. Okay, so if I say 2010, mm-hmm. Louis Walsh had the over <laughs> whatever they were 50s category. Did anyone stick out from that year for you? I don't remember years. Okay. Well, who, who, who do you? I mean, it's Wagner. Oh. <laughs> I've completely erased him from my mind. Well, let me reintroduce him to your mind. So at the time, Wagner was a very mediocre singer, uh, possibly you might say bad in some ways. He has a very powerful voice, but not a particularly good range. But he was this larger-than-life character that came in in 2010, and he kept getting voted through Mm. week by Mm. week by the public. And it was almost a cruel joke being played at his expense. And I kind of got a lot of that with Ganilla, that... She shouldn't have been there. She shouldn't have been on that stage. She's terrible at singing, and the song is bad. I mean, other than being very catchy, but, you know, that's... That's the only... I mean, I, th- I think you... Yeah, I wouldn't agree with you. I think it's it's perfect, actually, for the, its purpose. So it's it's written for being exactly what it is. So I think it's super per- perfect. Okay. I mean, it, it's not like I would... Melifiswollen is everything. Not everything is being, like, slick produced pop music. Like we, we already got that with both Cassie and, and Jacqueline, actually. It's like two different things that were very, like, one very Spotify list, one very personal artist doing her thing. And then this is just a joke. And the thing is, Gunilla isn't stupid. It's not like somebody is, like, using her. She's, like, she's oh, yeah. no, very I, yeah, aware yeah. of a brand, yeah, yeah. of a brand, why she's doing this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, at some point, I just feel like we're sort of laughing at the village idiot. Even though, even if they're in on it, or they mm. think they're in on it, it's it just feels exploitative. But the thing is, then we're also getting into this, because that's what I thought it would be, and it didn't feel like that at all. Okay. Because we were, like, generally rooting for her when we were there. Like, mm. like that kind of thing. Then I guess, I mean, of course, it was everything in, in the houses, and it's... But then the reality... Of of the TV. You're rooting for her, and if she goes through, what does that actually mean? Like, is there a chance that this is the song we send it's to? It's second on Spotify right now, so people are actually listening to it. It's not like they, because otherwise it had been Windows 95, man. It would yeah. have flopped. Yeah, flopped. <laughs> I think they're 12 or something in Finland. We're not not going to say that that's sure. flopping. Still, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, it's still people are listening to the song. Also, it's not like it stopped with like to being a TV thing. People are now actually listening to it. It was super popular among kids for example. Yeah. And I mean, as I said, this is a reality show person. It's not like her life, her, her living is yeah. people being angry at her, people laugh, laughing at her, people hating her. Hmm. That's how she makes money. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have a, fundamentally, I don't like reality TV shows. No, I don't okay. like the exploitative nature of them. But anyway, so now let's talk about what happened the day after Melody Festival and took <laughs> Because it's, I mean, it's headlines. I, it's even in, it's in the Eurovision subreddit they're talking about it. And, it, you know, it's where where else would you be talking about the tax agency raiding someone's home yeah. internationally? That's not usually I mean, an international there story. There's a long story being in the, in the papers before that she uh, had gotten money that she shouldn't have and not paid taxes as she should. As she should. And now she was suddenly in Sweden again. And... They, of course, knew where she were, so they raided her hotel room and took her stuff the day after, like her shoes and her bags and all these kind of things. Necklaces. Yeah, necklaces, and now they're going to sell it and get the money back. So the story is she lives in L.A., but she was still claiming benefits for her child, her dependent, in Sweden. Yes. And she was getting that money to the tune of something, I guess, close to like 60,000 euros, I think it would be. Yeah, something like that. Uh, So they raided her hotel room (laughs) in the early hours of Sunday to... uh, to Take her shoes. (laughs) Take her shoes. 
Which, I mean, that's that's mental. That's yeah, it's mental. It's also, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. That's just a part of the whole Gunilla thing. Yeah. It's like the what you, this is what you pay for. This is like, this is what SVT wanted when they got her in there. It was there to make the headlines. It wasn't there to win. It wasn't there to go to the final. It was there to make the headlines. And now it's also made second on the Spotify shots. It's like, it's a gift that keep on giving for, for SVT. Sure. So yeah, it's a big risk. It's a dangerous game to play because... If it had won, gone to directly to final, then it's not very funny anymore because then you cracked your own contest in some way. What actually happened here was the perfect for everybody involved. Mm. I don't think, I we don't know. Maybe it's her and Frickin' Snus going through. I mean, these are the biggest hits right mm. now. So who knows? Maybe they are in the final, but there's still no chance for them of winning because that's not the level they are at. Yeah. Let, let me take off my Robbie Swedish citizen friends with Ken hat <laughs> and put on my UK Terry Wogan embodies. Did, I mean, it, it's I know you think it's it's good because it's a suitable song and all of this things that it's done, but it is objectively bad. It is objectively bad. And she was stood but, up there and literally just dragged out of an old people's home. She looked like they've put her best frock on her. And again, it was quite ill fitting. And she stood there. And I mean, the song's called I Won't Shake, but yet she shook. I mean, you know, not to be a nitpicker, but it was just terrible. <laughs> and if the, if you go into Melody Festival, there is a risk that you will win and you will go to the, the European or worldwide stage and represent your country in this contest that's held in such high regards. And... And still people send Windows 95, man. Come on. This is what's happening. And it's also up to the people to vote. And they, yeah. they she came fourth. Mm. So, I mean, it's obviously Swedish people know how to vote. Mm. And I, of course, she's bad. She's bad. She can't sing for shit. Yeah. She's not an artist. No. She's, like, she's not a singer. But what, that's not what I mean with it's good. The good thing is how do you make this woman who everybody hates into something that people likes suddenly on a stage? What, what kind of song do you even imagine that this woman would perform? Like th this man's brain just thinking, maybe we should, maybe I should put her in Melody Festival. Maybe I should write something, a weird country song to her that's about like that she won't shake. And then maybe we put like whipping cowboys around her yeah hmm? I, I i don't get it and i don't like it and uh, <laughs> just leave gunilla now i think i i i would there would have been a completely different podcast if she had gone through to the final yeah. i would tell you i wouldn't have been this happy chap sitting here defending this yeah so good. yeah moving on <laughs> leaving yeah. mellow week three behind let's talk about there it was the most super of saturdays yeah, I mean, now everything is super, it feels like it. I mean, there are coming things on Fridays and they're coming songs on Monday. There were some songs coming up just before we did this podcast. It's like it's coming all the time. Yeah. So let's start with Germany. Yeah. So before we get yeah. into it, a recap. A recap. Germany uh, last year. <laughs> a song that grew on me over the contest and beyond. So Blood and Glitter. Yeah. Which... On first thought, first listen, I thought this is a poor man's Rammstein. <laughs> but as the, as it went on, I really it really grew on me, and I ended up liking it quite a lot. You are such a like advocate for these kind of rock songs in Eurovision. I, I like you about that, but it's hard for you to not like. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never, I'll never choose a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we can't talk about Germany without mentioning that they are the country that's doing absolutely worst in yeah. Eurovision right now. There's there's like no one is in such a slump or mm -hmm. yeah. as, as Germany. They have been, like, the last 10 years, they've been lost four times. Wow. 
Like last year they were last, and the year before they were last. They were last and last year with Blood and Glitter. Yes, Blood and in, Glitter. In the final, yeah, okay. Yeah, Because they're the one of the big five, so they go straight to the final. Exactly. Yeah. So, and and, it, and the year before, it was also uh, lost. But it was, and the year before that, it was next to lost. Because of the UK. Yeah. It was last. And then... <laughs> yeah. So, do you, do you remember Jendrik? I don't feel hate. The no. one with the finger dancing. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, no, yeah, yeah. That was next to lost. They found something worse that year, obviously. Taking away the pandemic year, but the year before the pandemic, they were also next to lost. So, And they've had, they had a zero points in those time, right? Uh, oh, probably. I think, I know the UK did, no, obviously, that year. I with, don't know, actually. The last time they had zero points was actually in 2015. 2015. Mm. Anne-Sophie, I remember her. She was hanging around Monsin in Vienna. Okay. We were all hanging around Monsin in Vienna. So sure. For her. But that year, they, they had a big winner in Germany. And then he went, when he won, he said, oh, I, I have a bad mental health, so I don't want to do this. So then poor Anne-Sophie, who was second. She stepped up to the she plate. She stepped up to the plate and came last. And after that, I think they had, they had one, like, bright light in uh, 2018 when they suddenly ended up four. So when they have, like, a good song, people are like, finally, we can... Yeah, yeah and then it's like... So, so they're, they're, since 2015, they've been 27, 26, 25, 4, 25, 25, 25, 26. That's their placement. Wow. Yep. So is this year a 4 or a 26? It's a 26, uh, I've heard. Here's the thing. I haven't heard it yet. We're going to listen to it together. They were top 10 in the odds before Friday. They had one song that obviously all the fans, uh, or other fans were like in two groups because there were also like an old time, old school schlager in there that didn't win either. Right. That some people wanted. Yeah. But there was a song with a guy called Rik. Mm-hmm. He actually lives in Sweden. Somewhere up in the woods. You would probably adore him. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to first watch that so we know okay. what they could have sent. Here's what you could have sent. Here's what you could have sent. Oh, he's a Robbie Williams looking <laughs> he's got a, He's got the eyes. So just to say this is Rik with Oh Boy. Yep. And this was the second place? Or your favorite of the... It was the favorite. It was the favorite. Yes. Okay, brilliant. Very nice. I love this. I've, I've listened to this so much before. It's, uh, yeah. And they could have the first one, And it, it, yeah, it couldn't have... They could have chosen that, but it ended up third. Right. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, a powerful voice, a bit of falsetto. It's a bit of a sad girl song, a bit ballady. Nice, handsome-looking guy. And that doesn't feel like it would be a 25-26. No, that had probably been much higher. The only the, the thing here is also that the jury fucked him. Right. They, I mean, they they had one job. I mean, you never know with the public, and especially when you... I mean, nobody cares now in Germany, of course, of all these years. There's nobody that really cares about Eurovision in right. Germany anymore but the juries are there to fix that and they placed him i think like fifth out of ten or something. wow okay or so fifth out of nine. Yeah, now we're going to check out what won yes so this interesting, is because i haven't seen it isaac is yeah isaac I isaac guess. with always on the run so again i'm going to guess this is another sung in english so just to recap blood and glitter Sang in English, fine. It was like a, a Rammstein sounding song. Year before was the German Eminem. With, Rock stars, yeah. Yeah, another English language song. Okay, German isn't the most musical language, but just give it a go. Mm-hmm. When when did they last send a German language song? 2007, I think. Right, well. I think that's correct, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac, always on the run. Got the eye of the tiger. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah let's what, give what, him a chorus. Uh, okay. I can break out when I'm free, lost in my own. 
Okay, we yep. just talked about zero points. Yeah. <laughs> no, but a, a connection here. Mm. So UK got zero points in 21 when they sent embers. Embers, yeah. This is embers. Yeah, it's very to the, embers. To the point of very the staging embers. is the same. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's voice. He looks the same also. It's, yeah, it's just, I mean, it, if you told me it was the same guy, I'd be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> what are they doing? I don't know. I mean, this is fine. This is, this is not terrible. But, no, and that's the problem. Right. That's the problem. Because if you're terrible, if you're Windows 95 man, or if you, if you are Gunilla, people will vote. Right. Somebody just to take the piss out of it. Somebody, because they are like rooting for them. You get so their attention. You get the attention. Yeah. Here's nothing. Yeah. It's like your frying pan, Teflon. Nothing sticks. Yeah. Nothing sticks. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, I'll forget this. Sure. Do we know, I mean, was this written by the same writer of Embers or do we know anything about it? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that guy wrote it himself. In also, the... did we miss the first 10 seconds or did this song begin like, like, did he start? No, I mean, I know it's called Always on the Run, but it felt like he started running, like <laughs> like he hit the ground running. Like it started think, from the first second. Do you know what I mean? There was yeah, no intro. No, 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 no. I think that's that's it. It's like yeah. <laughs> and that's we, why we didn't start ever. That's actually. why I got the eye of the tiger because it's like rising up, up. <laughs> you know, straight in. Mm. Oh, he wished he had that chorus. <laughs> yeah, and then the chorus I came out of nowhere. Like it was a bit sort of like Afrobeat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then him echoing himself was this most on yeah. the run, run. Maybe run, they're not putting run. the money in. Maybe they don't have the um, production for <laughs> no, the he can, echo. He can get three people in 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 Malmo, hopefully that can sing "Run" behind him. Yeah, uh, no. What a shame. We yeah, could have, we were so. They couldn't do the the Rick thing. That's I don't know. They snatched victory. No, they uh, snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah. Well done, Germany. Jesus. W worst thing they've done. In the last hundred years, would you say? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we have... So, uh, one last thing in the in the last minutes of this episode. Let's just recap. Estonia. Yep. Episode, like, two or three of this podcast, you played me the favorite. Yep. And the, the, they were called again, the name of the song. <laughs> Ken, one more time. <laughs> you know something? There's... there's um, uh, I saw something on Instagram that said this is supposed to be the song with the longest title in the history of the contest. But I tested that on my my real Eurovision friends today, mm -hmm. and then I was reminded that it wasn't because one year uh, one of the Spanish songs they got the Spanish title, but in parentheses the English translation of the title. Right. So that's the most. Fun. But this is like mm. I, I have no idea how to pronounce this. This is a nightmare for people like Graham Norton to try to say what this Estonian title is. It has yeah. like two parentheses. Yes. In it. So I have looked at what what this is, and according to the the Eurovision Wikipedia, this will be the longest title. Okay. Yeah. So I guess they're not counting the the translation. No. But then again, if it included the translation, it would definitely be the longest. Because, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it means it's like we don't know anything about drugs. But then in brackets, it's we really don't know anything about these drugs. <laughs> so it's, okay. you know, it's like a bit of a joke. But um, yeah, so it's, I guess we could call them five minus X pull-up. I think, I think they're two different gangs. It's two artists. So it's five minutes yeah. and pull-up. Yes. So the so, X is just like... Yeah. Two, two artists that are collaborating on this. Now, when we talked about it, we established as two, two white men that this is a very Estonian sounding song. <laughs> I have listened to this at least once a day ever since we talked about it. Really? I love it so much. <laughs> Like, this is my Moldova two years ago, the train song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, yeah, I 
I'm really... And that's why I played it for you, because I think I think most people underestimate... I mean, gay people don't understand shit about this, I right. 100%. But I had... Just because I'm, like, in the jungle book, hanging out with straights, that was apes that he would hang out with. But I'm hanging out with straight people. I was raised by straight people, like Mowgli. So I understand what you people like, and you love this. You eat this with a spoon. It's like white dudes with sunglasses going to each other looking cool. Am I Baloo in this analogy? Mm, I... Yeah. You can be that. Good. I can, I'll be your balloon and <laughs> you can be my Mowgli. Snake. snake. Snake man. The Jungle Book. Is that the one that had the Beatles in? The Beatles? The Beatles did the voice in the English version. You haven't heard it. Of course the I English, haven't English version of the Jungle Book, they did. They were the vultures. It's the oh. Beatles. There you go. There's a bit of music. Was it real trivia. them or was it just... I, I uh, thought they were for, drawn by them. Like drawn Liverpool. of them. Four Liverpudlians. I'm pretty sure they voiced them. You I'd, can, you can yeah. fact check us on that one. Mm, I don't yeah. think that's true. I think it's I true. I think they just made All right, it up. Well, oh, yeah, whatever you might be true. Like. Did you know that uh, Ringo Starr is the voice of Thomas the Tank <laughs> Do you know that all the apes in the Jungle Book were black people? Moving on. So, uh, yeah, but we haven't heard the live version. Now, I'm yep. not going to play you the live version, Ken. Here in the room, we're going to l- watch the live version with sign language. <laughs> okay, because cool. Because I'm going to put the link to this in the description of the podcast because everyone should watch this. It's so funny. I think you should bring him on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the best thing here. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's also interesting that you can kind of start to get a feel for the uh, the story of it, even yeah. though you don't, yeah. I don't understand Estonian sign language, no. but I think I'm getting the idea of what the song is about. 100%. And I also think the the lives, the staging of it is too messy. Maybe it works like in Estonia that they know them and what, what are going on. But if they do this in Europe, I think, I mean, the one, the clip that you and I saw weeks ago, yeah. where they were just standing on a row and just yeah. doing these weird dance moves, yeah. that will work much better. Now they feel too much of like scary dudes. I don't know what's going on. I get the very, like, yeah, as a gay person, I would run the other direction. I don't want to meet these people. Mm. And I've yeah. heard that there might be some gay people at Eurovision. So there might should, be some. They should think about that. Yeah, they might come this year. So I, I think we should try and find a sign language version of all the songs that we listen to this year. <laughs> the Swedish because... ones are amazing. Oh, yeah? They're really, really great. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this guy deserves a raise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. good. So, Love yeah, him. we'll link that in the description. I recommend everybody go uh, yep. go check that out. Mm-hmm. So now it's been chosen. That's the thing. Yes, you you played it to me when it was the favorite. And this, yep. this weekend they chose it as their representation. We're very happy about that. Yeah, but we, I mean, I love to see it. I love songs sung in their own language. And I love folky Yep, stuff like this. this. Will, this will work for them. They yep. will be in the final. That's. The, I mean, that's what they try. I don't. I don't think they will win. No. But I think they will do much. Exactly what you said about the trains. Actually. Yeah. The song that nobody, not many people saw coming, but that both you and me actually talked about that year and put in our little vote. Yeah. That we have here at work. So uh, I think we will do the same with this, and I think it will fly much better oh, than yeah. people will expect. Yep. 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 Brilliant. Well, that feels like a good place to end. Yep. So thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us a message on Instagram. You can email us at deskmates at gmail.com. And uh, until next time, thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.